Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about how we are setting the stage for a successful business exit. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All righty. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Allison Rife Martin, CPA. What's going on, Allison? You know, I'm, I think we're getting close to being through November. And man, it's this whole year has just gone really quickly. And it just, and in, it's funny, I, I was thinking this at the end of the year. A lot, of, I've had several clients come to me saying that they have been offered opportunity to have somebody buy their business. Are they going to get what, what it's worth? And, you know, of course, it makes me think of exit planning, because, again, we're thinking getting to the end of the year. What are our goals? What what do we plan to do with the rest of our lives? Let's talk exit planning. And in fact, what I thought we'd do is we'd make this over the next couple of episodes, basically a three part series. Perfect. Right. Because, yeah. And like you said, I think, you know, Elon Musk bought Twitter, took it private. There's other podcasts that I see now, podcasters that are beginning to get bought out or, or, or people are buying stakes or full stakes of podcasts. So I feel like in the world we live in now, there's over the next decade going to be a lot of mergers and acquisitions. And so and, um, this and is consolidate. Yep. Yeah. And consolidations. And, and before we get into it, can you explain the difference between a merger and acquisition and a consolidation. I know this is like on the spot off topic, but I think that'll help in the context of the conversation. So, and when I meant consolidation, I was thinking of like consolidation of businesses to like, instead of having 500 podcasts, you're going to have like 250 because, you know, so many people are seeing the value of, you know, various podcasts are like, Ooh, let me buy that one. And Ooh, let me buy this one. And, you know, and it all goes with the same philosophy of what it is I'm looking for. Um, and in fact, um, a merger is effectively just that. So like, let's say you and I decided that we at some point wanted to become, instead of, you know, wealth building made simple, it was like Philip and Allison's wealth building made simple. You and I would merge, you know, merge efforts together. We would become one entity. And acquisition is effectively bought just that I'm acquiring the business. So like, say you said, hey, Allison, I'd really like to buy your CPA firm. And I'm like, great have it <laughs> you would be you know you would be you know you would now become the wealth building made simple slash cpa firm you know so that's really those are kind of the basic dif- differences of it um but what i was thinking and i think we were talking about this um and why this is really important to start thinking of exit planning or to basically begin with the exit in mind most of us get into a business by default as opposed to by design we just sit there and think, ah, you know, I'd like to go out on my own. And then, you know, how many years later, you're like, oh, I'm still doing the exact same thing. And, you know, what am I going to leave for my family? What am I going to do when I get to the end and I, and I can't or don't want to do it anymore? And in fact, um, according to a Forbes article, uh, of the 100% of businesses that go to sale, 
only about 30, 30% of them actually get sold. Why is that? Because the buyers don't see the value in what I'm selling. Mm. So in order to be of the 30%, the three out of 10 to be sold and make sure I'm one of them, I need to make sure that I've got the right steps in play or business in place so that I can maximize my value when I'm ready to sell for what I want to sell it for. Um, and in fact, too, when I get to the end, do I know what I'm going to do with the rest of my life? And in fact, according to the similar article, 70% of sellers regret the sale profoundly about 12 months later, which seems weird, right? Because you're getting what you wanted, which was to sell your business. But you're like, that money was great, but what I loved was being part of the business. I loved, you know, the daily grind. I loved going out and getting new customers. I loved creating the perfect product that would solve my customers' problems. Can't do that anymore. So I didn't I didn't have a plan of what I wanted to do with the rest of my life when I sold my business for what I wanted. So before we get into how to get the plan, when you said 12 minutes, I was like, so if somebody like after every sales standing there with a stopwatch, right? <laughs> no, not 12 minutes, 12 months. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. I <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Hey, here's my checks. Twelve minutes later, my Starbucks. Darn it! I wish I hadn't sold. Yeah, shouldn't, have, shouldn't have sold the business. Can we? Can we, uh, can we revert this transaction? Yeah. <laughs> can we take that time? You know, about eleven minutes, and I'll take the income. <laughs> oh, so again, as we go in, go through this, you know, three part series, the questions that I think that you should be starting to think about. You know, whether you are just starting out as an entrepreneur or you're 10 years in and you still got to have another 30 or you're 20 years in and you've like, oh, I've got, you know, a good 10 years left to work into me. What is it you really want to do when you exit? How much money do you need? What is my plan so that I'm not at the end thinking I'm not one of the 70 percent who regrets selling my business? Not because I didn't get a great payout for it, but because I have nothing to do. Mm. So a lot of us as business owners, again, because we're too busy working in our business as opposed to on our business, we're unsure to even think, how do we start thinking of exit planning? Like, you know, none of us really take the time until it's too late to think, well, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? Um, again, we focus on the short term, you know, and again, a lot of our focus, too, is making money as in bringing in income, which clearly is important. I know that because we all need to be able to live and eat. Um, but, you know, we, we don't focus on maximizing our value, you know. So, um, and again, you know, um, if you sit there and think for most business, small business owners, small to medium-sized business owners, this is our largest asset. What's it going to be worth when we sell it? So it's important to be thinking, how do we make it, you know, and stay wonderful and continue to build value. Do 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 you think do you think a lot of business owners um, want want to sell a big part of it? Want to sell from the wrong with the wrong? I'm, I'm the word the word I want to say is energy, but I'm saying with the wrong motives wrong. or inspirations. Like meaning meaning they're like um, you know like they're they're wanting to sell from a from a I'm trying to get away from this standpoint versus, hey, this is an amazing business, you know, and then I'm ready to sell. And that's, and there, I think probably to your idea that most of us are too busy in our business. We're not thinking about, you know, how amazing our business is because just think, you know, you and I are small business owners. We have amazing businesses. 
do I really want to let it go? Heck no, because it's so fun, you know? But, I mean, at some point I'm going to have to. Well, why not enjoy and build something wonderful that I can't wait to be at work at every single day? So that's when I get to the end, somebody who wants to buy my business is like, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing since sliced bread. That, Allison, I have to have this business because you built something so incredibly wonderful. That's what exit planning can do for you. Again, it should be like one of your key strategies when you start your business. Again, so that you're not a year after you sell it thinking, ugh, why did I do that? Or you're faced with, uh, you know, like you're talking about the wrong energy, you know, death, divorce, you know, disability. Those are things that would have to force a quick sale and you would not get what you wanted because you hadn't prepared for, you know, those kind of contingencies. Awesome. So so these are these are topics we're going to like dig a bit deeper into in the the next part of the series. Right. We're setting the stage. We're setting the stage for it, so right, okay, no, I, I like it. And and, and you brought up, you and, and we'll you brought up a key word that I that I like. I, I, I tend to, the way I think about selling a business is I think of it like death, right? And some people hear that word and they think it's negative. I'm like, it's like nah. I think death. I think the word death is just more scary than what death actually is. Death to me is like a transition. And we're going to a you know something different. Something different, right? So. That's how I think about it. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is going to be a good series. Awesome. Well, let everybody know how they can reach you if they need more, if they want to get more information. Uh, You can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I would so love to talk with anybody about this exit planning. I just, I think it's fun and it's a very necessary strategy to integrate into your business. Awesome. Thanks, Allison. Thank you. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.